0: Well, yeah. Boom. Serious. Nice. Time Sirius. to get serious. Serious XM. Um. How <laughs> <laughs> How is that
1: still a business?
0: How is that still I happening? Know. I don't know. Just because it comes with cars, I think. <laughs> yes.
1: That is why you're exactly right.
0: Hey everybody! Welcome to Pursuing Pixels. This is episode number thirty-seven, and my name's Kevin Portelli, and I'm here tonight with Randall Nolery. Hey everybody! DJ Mandolini. Yo. And John Hines. Hello, hello. And uh, we're back as always to talk about some more video games, and uh, we got a video game that we've all played this week. Yeah. And I guess we're just going to get into it. We're going to have a little bit of a Metroidvania themed episode this week, or as I like to call them, uh, action adventure platformers. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, so I well. <laughs> Grabbed your shoulders. uh, I gotta brush my shoulders off as I say that. But uh, (laughs) it's uh, just because my shirt's getting a little tight. My shoulders are tight here. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) but anyways, uh, yeah, the the game that we've all been playing uh, that of course DJ finished and none of none of the other of us have. But uh, Mm -hmm. we've been playing uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. Uh, I've been playing it via my Xbox Game Pass subscription, and I think everybody else picked it oh, up you on the love Switch. your Xbox Game Pass. <laughs> <subscription>. <laughs> it's, it's been playing treating on Xbox me well too. Give me credit. Oh, you? Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, nice. nice. I uh, I was very happy. That was definitely one of the main draws of the Xbox Game oh, Pass yeah. subscription for me. Is just like, I mean, there's definitely a ton of games. There's over 200 games available. I think on the console version of Game Pass, but. Ori was definitely one of those that I've just been wanting to play for a while. Didn't have an Xbox until recently or Steam or anything like that. So I was really excited to pick this one up. And like we mentioned at the top, it's just kind of like a Metroidvania platformer that uh, definitely has a little more of a focus on platforming than I think a lot of Metroidvania games do, Yeah, um, at least in my personal experience. I uh, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It seemed to focus more on platforming and less on the combat in my uh, oh, yeah.
0: yeah and and i would even say that at least in my i'm only about maybe 20 25 through the game maybe 30 percent according to dj but uh but yeah I, i've gotten through like maybe the first chunk of challenges like i just beat the first like tree which i feel like is maybe maybe there's multiple trees in the game um is at least the impression that i got Um, But anyways, it was kind of like a a dungeon of sorts that was essentially like this series of platforming challenges to get to the top of this tree. Uh, But but the combat has definitely been the least engaging part of the game to me, almost to the point where I I wish it wasn't even there. Um, Just this auto aim. Yeah, you just kind of have this little orb that follows you around that will just like if there's an enemy or something nearby, you can essentially just hit it slam yeah, on it's that just do button. damage yeah. to it yeah it just it, it is like a button masher just the <laughs> but definition you, kinda, you have
3: to be like within range and facing the enemy like if an enemy's coming up behind Ooh, you you can't attack
0: I it i never noticed that yeah, yeah i didn't notice that either cuz there's definitely times where there's like an enemy like crawling on the ceiling or something I never you'll run see from it my like enemies you guys <laughs> um i will say that uh, again i'm not super far into the game but i uh, probably you know an hour and a half to two hours in um, and probably about a half hour or so ago, I just unlocked the double jump and and then also unlocked a secondary kind of jump that I'll, I'll explain in a second. But as soon as I unlocked the double jump, I was like, OK. This game is starting to feel really nice. Like it, it has so a little bit of Metroidvania a, yeah, <laughs> where it That's sucks weird. until you get the double. Job. Yeah, that is a that is a very good point. Um, but it it just like you have a really good at least to me. I know DJ and I were talking about this a little bit and maybe not quite on the same page, but I really like the sense of momentum that you have with the character. Yeah, um, it does take a little getting used to. And there, there are some elements like in that tree where you're like uh, there's almost like some tunnels that are there's like these blue tubes or shoots that you can go so through like that a are, screen wrapping yeah it's now. like a pac-man thing where yeah you're going from if you go in this tube you'll come out the other end at a different side of the screen or something right and it was a little tough to like judge like because you would have to like do a jump through mm-hmm. the portal and then do a second jump and like stick it it took a few times a few attempts to get used to that mm-hmm. um but apart from that like and then again this secondary jump sort of thing that you get um, essentially, you can jump off of like an enemy's projectile or just some like lanterns that are hanging throughout the levels, even just like, a like slingshot. an
2: enemy itself. Pretty yeah, much.
0: that's like, actually one of my favorite things when like there's that, like, uh, it looks like some kind enemy. of like orangutan or yeah. something, mm-hmm. and it jumps up and you just like grab it in midair and then just spike it to the ground. Oh, man, because like nice. as you so when you w- this, this uh, second jump that you get, which is like a, a kind of like a long jump or a high jump. You can jump in any direction like 360 degrees um, and you essentially like grab this projectile or whatever the enemy or whatever's in the in the air and you can it goes into slow motion for a second and there's an arrow and you you know you point the direction you want to jump and then it will shoot that projectile or that enemy in the opposite direction. That sounds satisfying. Uh, 180 degrees. Yeah, yeah. It feels feels pretty nice. And I will say there's like some some puzzles at least like in that I think it was in the tree yeah, it was right in the before tree. uh where you're kind of having to like grab a projectile and then like throw it into this other tube that will redirect it and then shoot it through one of those screen wrapping tubes and like it does get a little like I was thankfully able to nail it in like a try or two. But it felt like I got lucky like it was like, man, I could see if I didn't nail that in the first few tries like this could get really frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. And this is
2: where I think you and I differ the most, I guess, when I started to describe it as floaty to you and you're like, what? Like, I guess in general, I feel like. It the movement is imprecise and it sometimes exactly relies on going to use. precise
0: imprecise because I because yes, I feel like yeah. I'm able to other than like the what I was talking about, like jumping through the like screen wrapping things like I'm I'm pretty much able to stick my landings when I want to for the most part, it's, more more than I can in, in or as much as I can in, in most platforming games. It's That's, kind of the reason why I threw
3: out like Yoku's Island Express as like a game that this Reminded me of because like that one, like you were literally, you know, tethered to a ball yeah. and like there's <laughs> mechanics in pinball, and, but like you are kind of at a mercy of like whatever momentum you have. Yeah. And I feel like that is especially like with that, like projectile jump, like that is a very imprecise and like you are like dealing with whatever momentum you can launch and whatever direction an enemy or a candle might be facing and like because there's a lot of them where like the enemy will be either swinging or like the lantern will be on a string and like the second that like you launch off it it's just moving in a completely different direction and if like you say miss a jump and have to redo it then suddenly it gets way more chaotic and less planned than say like if like a game has like a grapple mechanic
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I definitely felt that there were there was definitely a couple sections where I was like, I again, I, I was able to nail it in a couple tries, but, like, I just kind of got into the groove in the, in that particular moment, but, like, I was like, man, I, this is tough, like, syncing up to the enemy's projectiles and the timing, but I, I man, I, I just disagree with you guys, I guess, because I, I feel like the controls are very precise. I, I feel like Ooh. it has a little bit of that, like... And when I guess when we're talking momentum, we're not talking like Sonic the Hedgehog momentum, but more of like that kind of like Super Meat Boy momentum where it's like a little bit of like a delay to get started. But then like once you're going like it might be like a second or like just when you're in midair, it feels a little bit of that. The arc of the jump feels similar to me as, as Super Meat Boy, I guess it's like a long, shallow arc. You're not going super high, right? Right. Um. Unless you're unless you're doing this like projectile grab, you know, jump. But I I really like the skill tree that there is in the game too. There's kind of yeah. like three branching paths that are like focused on your attack. One, you know, one branch on your attack. One branch on kind of like the map, unlocking different aspects of the map. And then the other branch is unlocking your like skills. I think I for, I haven't really messed with that one all that much. But can I?
2: Did can, go go ahead. Can I, go can ahead. I spoil? <laughs> Well, like,
0: well, spoiler alert kind of. Well, what are you going to what what are you going to spoil is just, a mechanic or me- a mechanic. Is, I think that's that okay. I think that's that okay. We'll again? just Give fair a warning, warning, spoiler alert. yeah you, know, you, you can hit the 32nd button a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Um second. so on on that skill <laughs> tree, uh you're you're going to get
2: pumped on this. Um so okay. you can you know that little dash mechanic you've got where if you're on the ground you can like, you know, just dash forward like I really don't think quick. I have. That's that in yet. the skill tree, I think. Well the skill tree that one that is this is also one that I
3: prioritized so as soon as you mentioned it So
0: I don't have that no like, like oh. you're I talking about you ha- not- I think you
3: do it's a it's a ground dash mechanic where you didn't
0: no I have not unlock that Isn't mechanic. That be- it's before the tree, I thought.
2: It, you can get to it before the tree, but it's oh. not required. Oh, so, interesting. So, so it's something you the tree. find in the world. Yeah. I, I okay. found it before the tree, too, oh, okay. because I actually explored the world, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: I feel like I'm exploring it, but I also just kind of, like, go with the flow. I'm just like, okay, uh, this is, path seems open. Okay, I'm going this way. I don't, I don't go, no, just, oh, well, let me check the other way first. Um, I'm so. just giving you shit. Yeah. Like, no, I, 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 that's
2: okay. I really wasn't planning on doing a lot of the exploration, but, like, you know, when you bring up the map and it shows, like, oh, I've done, like, 60 percent of this already like, it's
0: very informative the mm-hmm. map and the and all the little like percentages and stuff it tells it's, you yes it is informative i like the fact that it like you know should
3: displays a lot of the power-ups but like i wish the zoom out function was an actual zoom out of the map and not a zoom out into this nice like landscape of all the different areas yeah. another
0: like, similar uh, aspect to Yoku you know when it zooms oh, out and you just yeah. kind of have like yeah that it whole, is although that that actually still you can see the layout of the actual, actual levels where this is yeah. just kind of like a zoom out to like the concept art essentially of yeah. the map and that that um, is, was super it's frustrating. beautiful but, yeah, yeah. It's, but
3: like I was trying to be like okay what is the path I need to take to get to the other end of the map and i'm like i just can't see that until i get closer and that- see
0: this this is definitely when we'll get into this we're gonna have a little bit of a metroidvania conversation but i think this is somewhere where you and i differ because i love that this game has like each zone is kind of like this zone is like a level essentially like it there's some interconnectedness there's some backtracking i don't know if but i agree with it, that well it, but it but it feels like it's very separated from no. everything like well no but yeah it, also disagree okay maybe i'm maybe i'm just <laughs> not far enough maybe I, but it, but it's like each section has a percentage like you yes. have found yes that, so at least to me it feels like segmented you are going back and forth but i know like I I guess I I kind of know like it's time to move on from this section, but I'm only 80%, so I know I'm going to have to go back there. I I I like that.
2: I feel like those segments are very arbitrary and not like... Oh, like I have no
3: idea what delineates one section from another. Exactly. It does, like until okay. you're, they, they like in very the similar center to me. of them. Like once you're in the center and all the transition screens are gone and you're like, oh, this is
0: no longer a light yellow green. This is a full green. Well, that's yeah. that's not what I meant per se, but like each chunk felt like it was designed in like this chunk is its own chunk. This ch- like each area of the map feels like its own set of like isolated levels kind of to me but again i'm, I I'm not as far into the game as you are. in general like yeah. that's kind of what i feel for the entire genre but not for me i i feel like that's something i disagree but we'll get into that yeah. when we get into the Can conversation I get into later. my spoiler
3: i <laughs> know <laughs> good lord yeah. oh yeah keep paying yeah, many, many 30 second here. chunks you're gonna have to skip
2: <laughs> um but uh so you Hey, you're gonna get a dash mechanic <laughs> if you didn't already get
3: it.
0: But uh, what if they skip to that exact
3: point?
0: <laughs> yeah, this is—I've de- definitely gone far enough now. To me, that's not a spoiler. That's just uh, another
2: reason to yeah. get this game. Well, so right? um, when when you get that ability, it's it's just when you're on. On the ground, you can dash forward, but one of the things in your skill tree is to make it so that you can also dash in the air. Okay. Um, Oh, okay. And that, yeah, that was,
3: uh, as soon as I saw that was an available ability, I basically just stopped upgrading other things. Yeah, and I was just like,
2: because I wouldn't originally have gone that path, but it's just like, oh, later on, this is stuff I want. And kind of actually,
3: now that I know that the dash thing is kind of an optional, or at least like you can do some sort some things out of sequence there was a specific area that you uh can access after you get the wall jump that i wasn't 100 percent sure if i was supposed to go that way or if i was even able to um in terms like, of like the main quest uh, or kind just- of the main quest but just like like oh here like are the new areas that I can explore. Yeah. And I got to this and I was like, should I I be able to navigate? Should. Yeah. And like I did it and it was a series of jumps that would have been much easier had I had a later power up, the power up you get before you access that area. But I was still able to do it if I just tried hard enough. Yeah. And I did. And I just met a dead end, like immediately after doing like the sequences of jumps that made me die like a ton of times because I was like, I don't know if this is the game telling me i shouldn't get here because it's so difficult or if this is just difficult enough that
0: because I'm, there's some sweet power up right I, I've, I've hit that a few times too where yeah. i'm like am i supposed to be finessing these jumps like off the wall and like back at a weird angle right to to get up to a higher ledge or something and i'm like there's nothing up here why yeah why, why am i up here yeah. but uh th- this game is super beautiful but it but oh, yeah. I, because the art is so like there's definitely a focal point or they're focusing on the art. So like there is sometimes like a little, at least for me, a little hard to decipher. Like, am I, is that part of the level? Is that blocked off? Can I go that way? I'm not sure. So, sure. so small gripe. Cause I love looking at this game. Yeah. Um, but I do wish, I guess we, we were talking about this a little bit before too. It's like a, Pretty far zoomed out, like your perspective. You know, Ori is really, really small. Yeah. Um and there's a few times where that, like DJ and I were talking about it the other day. Like it would be nice if maybe there were some there are definitely some sections like in that ginso tree, um, where it would have been where it's nice to have a zoomed out perspective because you're having to chain together a bunch of combos of jumps and and that like dash or not dash mechanic, but that grapple projectile mechanic. Mm -hmm. And like you're chaining a bunch of kind of crazy jumps together. It's nice to have that perspective. But it would be nice when you're just kind of in like a more of like a town kind of setting or whatever, you know, you're it, maybe zoom it. Maybe not town. I don't know what they're no it. Towns. Like, <laughs> just like just where it's just like more exploratory. Maybe have a little more zoomed in. But uh. I guess I'm just yeah. nitpicking because I'm like Hollow Knights too zoomed in, Ori's too no. zoomed yeah. out. I'm just nitpicking, so I think they're both <laughs> the fine.
4: It's, it's, I, it's yeah,
3: I, yeah. <laughs> like
2: I, I've not noticed either way on either of the games. I, I noticed the zoomed out at the beginning of Ori, but I do I, too. I think once I got the, um, you know, the abilities that you know you're spanning the width of the screen so quickly, it's like okay, you need a little more zoomed out. Mm-hmm. Or else yeah, you're, you're moving pretty to, quick. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um,
1: the character Especially moves a lot faster than I was expecting. That kind of yeah. that part threw me off at first for a little while. Just getting a handle that on part.
0: that. That's what I love about it. Yeah, because a lot of these Metroidvania games you kind of play. It's more about like slowly beefing up right. your character. And then you're, you are doing that in this game, too. You're getting a ton of new abilities. Um, And apparently I haven't even scratched the surface, but uh, but I just love how fast you can just rip through (laughs) the levels. No, go ahead. Go ahead. We already gave the spoiler warning. So (laughs) talk about some more
2: abilities. Just, uh, you know, you mentioned that the game doesn't get good till you get a double jump, right? Mm hmm. What happens when you get a triple jump?
0: Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) On top of like not you're not counting that dash or that uh, grapple. Just a a man. Okay, (laughs) because I love I I even just love how Ori like flips around or does like a spin when you Mm -hmm. jump like the animations are just so beautiful um i know randall like we've been again we've been kind of talking over you here a little bit um but uh, i know you just have played a little bit um but what are are you thinking so far of ori are you looking forward to playing some more are you feeling like some more Uh, i'll I'll have to wait yeah how are you feeling on ori uh
1: yeah i i'll probably play some more uh actually some of these spoilers i think are going to keep me (laughs) pushing forward (laughs) and kind of helps me uh pick the right items in the skill tree because i was kind of leaning in that direction anyway to get that uh yeah uh, mid air dash just from other games so like i just like mid air dashes it's always fun it so,
0: felt like it should sure. be there like I, there were many times where i was like i feel like i should be able to dash here oh yeah so i'm glad but, to know it's there i kind of was going to upgrade the pop, the attack cuz i was just me like too. i just want to dispose of these enemies asap yeah, yeah
2: that was that was my mindset but i was like fuck the combat in this game yeah it it doesn't matter as much as the platforming right yeah
1: it's not very engaging i do think it's cool that this one's more platforming focused as a metroidvania though there's you know not that many of those so you know i i I like platforming games a lot as you probably know from listening to these episodes (laughs) but um yeah i'm i'm very early on though i still haven't even gotten to the first tree i just got past kind of the first uh, big cutscene. Uh, where they're telling me to go to the water tree next, basically. So okay, so
0: you're you're not much behind me. Like that. That is, I just got to the water tree after that, beat that, and then that was it. So okay, you're you're maybe like a half hour behind me. So yeah. I'm I'm enjoying it a lot, and I uh, I guess it's worth mentioning too the the opening cutscene. Man, I yeah, a yeah, that's bunch wild. of crybabies over yeah, here. I know. Kevin and I like just <laughs> I was like lost. It. I was I mean not bawling. I was just in my apartment yeah. by myself, but I mean I was choked up hard. Yeah, same. like I was I was like you know you you know when you get that just kind of it's a little harder to breathe and you're just yeah. like man i am this is hitting home big yeah. time no it's, um, a, it's a
3: very effective and i think very beautiful story like yeah it's yeah. not complicated there's without not a word i don't it. even like, think there's any
0: dialogue is there there's I like a
3: narration wrong, but, but like but actually not during not, that during that this
0: particular sequence no yeah, yeah that's
3: just animation it's just visuals and
0: it's pretty great very well it's done. like on the it's like on the up level of just like yeah let me just let me just wreck you Good comparison. before you enjoy this movie yeah yes. before you enjoy this game yeah
3: I, and all, I, I was thinking though as it was happening i was like man am i gonna like just like start playing a metroidvania where i'm just like killing enemies immediately after
0: this <laughs> I'm not in the mood. i don't really want to do that yeah
3: like
0: yeah well, uh, well, one of the reasons why we were going to have this uh, Metroidvania-focused episode is uh, because of one of the games that we've also been playing, or at least John and I have been playing, uh, is a game called A Robot Named Fight. And uh, I'm glad that John picked this up and mentioned that he was playing it, because I picked this up a long time ago on my Switch on sale. Uh, it's uh, just like a roguelike Metroidvania title very More much Metroid, in like yeah like Super Metroid yeah. it's it's definitely going for like mm. that Super Metroid kind of feel mm. um, in the controls and everything like at least to me it, yes, it, it has absolutely. a very similar feel to Super Metroid um but, uh, yeah, this was one that I it didn't grab me right away, but John said he was playing it. So I was like, you know, I, I should just give it a try so we can both talk about it on the podcast. And I ended up playing like three or four more runs that uh, one one in particular that not super deep because it felt like, man, this game is opening up like a a bigger than I thought. I think at least I think I I guess I don't really know, but I was about 40 minutes in on that run before I died. Wow. Um, But I was having a really good time with this game. It it did like it took a little minute. Like I'm personally not a big Metroid fan in in general of the series, but in particular, Super Metroid. I know that's not a popular opinion, but (laughs) I'm just not huge on how the controls feel in that game. Like Samus just controls a little a little slippery, a little bit like floaty on the jumps. From a little, the little like bit you showed me. I I didn't like how it controlled either I, on a robot named fighter. Yeah. Or,
2: okay, because I, I, I mean it could be a getting used to it thing.
0: But I got I'm used initial- to it. I got used to it more in a robot named fight than I ever did in Super Metroid. And I, I gave I've given Super Metroid at least three legitimate shakes at like trying to play through this (laughs) game with three minutes with one (laughs) (laughs) with at least one of those times getting pretty deep into the game I think but I but I just eventually hit a wall with like losing where I was going And, and that is a small gripe I have about this game there's a lot of like the just like Oh there's an a wall that you just have to shoot and all of a sudden you realize oh you can break that wall and like there's a lot of that there's a lot of that in Super Metroid though too. Oh yeah. Um but with this being more of like a roguelike title um you know it's it's just randomized every time although I do think these rooms are like specifically designed. I've definitely seen some yes. repeat. The the rooms, um, rooms themselves
3: are uh the same but like the way that they're arranged on the map is different. Yeah
0: and sense. and the thing that I'll say is that uh the time the, t- the time that I was sold is like that on that 40 minute run that I had uh, on the previous runs when I'd played. I'd never like encountered a save room or anything like yeah. that. And there are these like uh, so it is like, you know, you die and you start over from the beginning. But if you find there's teleporter rooms that you can find throughout the world and then you can teleport between, you know, fast travel essentially. But then there are also these save rooms that you essentially like unlock a little bio chamber that then when you die you will respawn at that bio chamber instead of starting at a new level and like the first time that happened and on that 40 minute run i actually was able to find three save rooms so i was just like man like i don't don't know i I was getting really immersed in like the the world and i and to not save it for the end the soundtrack in this game is slamming okay like it is and but it also sounds so much like a super metroid. super metroid like, and it's going for the vibes, but it does get a little more rockin like it like some li- riffs yeah, start coming
3: in, but, but there there's one area that I was like this is like evoking like magma caverns too. Yeah, like, it's pretty shameless on the super degree. metroid. Yeah, like which I'm again, I'm not upset about. Like I liked
0: it. Yeah. But uh, but uh in in your character Looks very like Ultraman. Like it, it's not a you super. You look like papyrus from <laughs> Undertale, actually. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But uh, but yeah, I I just was surprisingly having a good time with this game. Like especially the more I'm playing different runs, you're unlocking like different abilities that will show up in future runs that you can unlock. Like whether you uh move a little faster as your character or your uh. You're, you shoot a little faster or... So you're you know, doing you get Metroid
1: actions in this game. You're you're just yes. you're shooting your missiles and, and...
3: Yeah, you get blocks, missiles. Aliens, yada, there's yada. missile
0: doors. I mean, it, it is yeah. like shameless. The, I mean The, the, the jump, doors. jump mechanic
3: is exactly the same. Like if you jump without a direction, you'll do a straight up and down jump that yeah. you can finesse the back uh, front and back motion. Yeah. And if you jump with a direction, you'll do a spin in midair. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, then, and you can duck and you can... You
0: can't it, turn uh, into a morph ball, but you can turn into like a morph spike that right. you can cr- creep <laughs> under but there's been some cool puzzles because you can like jump when you're this spider like there's i don't know if you've seen like gotten to a section where there's like that kind of maze that you have to get through no with I've the not. spider and it, it was pretty clever like yeah. it was cleverly designed
3: but nice. yeah, it also has a lot of the stuff that wasn't like commonplace in uh uh super metroid i believe i think it was added in uh, with uh um metroid Zero mission fusion or if yeah, fusion where uh, if you hold the l or r buttons like you will hold at an angle like you yes. can always shoot at oh, an angle by yeah. like holding a direction but like if you're stationary you can hold the shoulder buttons and that will either aim up or down i right. love that Which is and you can actually vary. hold
0: both of them at the same time and then shoot directly upwards Ooh, without without having to hit nice. up because sometimes it's a little finicky again like you're like pivoting between the 45 degree angle and straight up you could just hold both and you'll shoot straight up
3: yeah so it does have a lot of the stuff like it's it's uh like super metroid at heart but it also has a lot of uh, it has the benefit of being a game that is made with advancements since super metroid as well
0: yeah, and I think this is another game that's kind of like a one man team. Right? Or oh, nice. I think it was like him and his wife. Like his wife, I think, is the one that does the voiceover. I could be thinking of a different game, but I'm almost like the voiceover in the intro. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like very like just super like distorted and kind of hammy, but it's it's it fits the vibe. It's a it's um, you know, it's not the most polished experience, I would say. Like there's a little bit of jank going on, but I'm I'm having a good time. I, I would I was happy that, like I said at the at the top, like I'm happy that you said you were playing it because I had kind of just played a little bit and I, like like I always do, just like five ten minutes. Okay, this game's not for me. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was happy to go back because I, I I did get kind of sucked in and do find myself when like you know I don't have enough time to play uh, a war groove level like I've been playing recently or I don't have enough time to play a slay the spire run or something like that. Right. Like this is like. This just fits the amount of time I have right now. And you can save your game at any point yeah. in time and pick it up, which is nice. Um, something that like Sparklight, like I talked about last week, didn't have. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just kind of nice. I, I'm having a good time and I'm curious to see how much more this game opens up because I feel like I'm still not that far into it.
3: I will, I will say that's I'm I'm a little less keen on the game. I, I like it. I like it a lot, but I really kind of get to a point in a run where once I start getting a lot of uh, like power-ups and different abilities like I have never gotten to the point where I feel confident that this is, run is going to be the one that I win so I right. just start getting a feeling of dread I was like god I'm going to die and I'm going to lose all of this and I'm going to have to start over from the beginning right and like one I think a thing a mode at least that I would really appreciate that if this game had is kind of like the roguelike elements of Chasm, where if it just randomly generated an entire world yeah like from the start and then i could just replay that like and keep all of the upgrades that i have when i die and just make it another like i don't really like the way that the roguelike elements are incorporated H- have in a mode that's game. not
0: permadeath essentially yeah, essentially, yeah.
1: so and is, is like, there make no the pers- persistence between runs besides finding the save points is that, am I the safe right?
0: and and the save points are only again still like tied Within to that, that run. specific oh, okay. room. So like they just okay. if I find a save room, I, yeah, it's like a continue essentially. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Otherwise, you are every time Starting you start over, over with it's just zero. totally reshuffled. Okay. To the point where like DJ played a quick run, um, early or not even a full. I guess a full run. I guess you died, but it, like, but he saw a boss. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean. I, I, I didn't mean that as a joke. But like but uh <laughs> but uh but dj got to a boss that that i had never even seen and again i've, I've only probably played Jeez. like six runs you total good, at DJ. this point six or seven we runs but gone to a single boss yet I, i've <laughs> seen two two different bosses but not seen this boss Three so clearly points no bosses <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i uh i'm excited to play more of this game i i I just see it as kind of like a, a game that I'll just kind of know, hey, I got twenty, thirty minutes to kill and I don't know what I feel like playing. I will just go back to this one. Nice. Yep. So it's a good scene. Yeah. Kind of surprised as being someone who's not a huge Super Metroid fan. Surprised I like this one as much as I did. But uh I know John just brought up chasm briefly and yes. uh DJ uh, just played. already uh Cashing he took in. a took a week off the podcast so he could uh just plow away at some chasm here. Chasm. And, <laughs> caught up uh on our challenge already and he's already i than any baby. of us <laughs> so uh yeah what do you, what did you think of chasm DJ? i mean i
2: think it's really solid and i was very immersed while i was playing it uh, i liked how it felt like uh, i just i i noticed that like you know maybe you know with in a few days after playing or, or after beating it like i started to just kind of like
0: go away in the back of my mind yeah
2: and i i kind of i expected it to stay with me more i guess um like i i feel like if i had played this during 2019 i wouldn't i mean i still really liked it i don't think it would have stayed in my mind enough to have made it my recommendation
0: Mm -hmm. okay Um, so I i didn't stop us from the full podcast yes. All right. <laughs> well it's funny because like even you booted up like for a quick second before we started recording and like even just you being in the town and like the music kicking in and i yeah, was like immediately just like fuck i love this game i know yeah. <laughs> like just immediately so like it, it just it just gave me those feels i guess I, I don't know i that that town theme the like folksy guitar yeah. and like i i was just very immersed in that game where like a robot named fight like we were just talking about it's a cool game i'm enjoying it i'm having a really fun time playing it but like it does not have that cohesive feeling like like chasm just feels like you're going on an adventure yeah and it just feels even though it is procedurally generated it it does i don't know it just feels very well put together
2: yeah i think maybe it was um I mean, uh, we well, hyped it. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did hype it, but I mean, it, I, it, was, it was very good. I, I think I wasn't completely sold on the combat aspect of it. it seemed, uh, yeah. It's a little shallow. Yeah, it seemed a lot of like just very like you know, just get close enough to bait them and then attack them after they miss. Pretty it's much a methodical yeah.
0: process. Yeah, yeah, it's just like take a couple hits, dash back. That's take why I don't like hits, Dark Souls. Dash back.
2: Ooh, that's Ooh. that that was in my mind <laughs> sorry before I'm I, said it and I was trying to think of a, a, way <laughs> a weighted phrase it yeah. well, that's,
0: isn't that technically a metroidvania yeah no no uh, not you not can really. make the argument It's don't you, you don't, get, you don't, don't
2: get
1: new abilities and yeah it's yeah, an yeah, interconnected world Ooh. <laughs> sorry what we
0: won't get we won't idea. go there we won't go there <laughs> but anyways
2: yeah i mean i'm i'm very very thankful you made me play it nice. but you know also just cu- out of curiosity how long did it take for
3: you to beat the game that's a good question And maybe if you played it over a longer period of time maybe it would have stayed with you because i feel like you picked it up
2: was it this week i beat it within a week oh wow um
0: you just like plow through a game like I do, I'll pick up a game and play at, yeah. for like a half hour or an hour at a time and just kind of bounce between like three or four different games where like you just go I'm playing this game I, I beat this game my next game check.
1: <laughs> DJ did you find all the
2: townspeople or do any of the I missed one stuff? <sighs> I missed one so you don't have 100% I didn't I didn't 100% it I 99.1% well that's it. pretty good though. <laughs> I
0: think that's fair still better than better than I did for sure um, and I think better than most of us. No, Did you 100%ed it, right? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Nice. I really Randall. love that game. <laughs> yeah, I, I do too. Like, again, just DJ booting it up before we started recording today. I was like, I got to finish that game. Like, just, <laughs> just that town music. I love it. It's I just good. love the vibes. Um, but yeah, I think we can just kind of open it up from here unless you had anything more to add on Chasm DJ to nah. just like kind of a general... Uh, metroidvania conversation Let's jump down this chasm into <laughs> the metroidvania discussion until and uh, the end of our friendship yeah and and it's like I, I don't i don't necessarily know how to frame this conversation john kind of uh i, I think a robot named fight kind of tipped the or at least kind of spark the idea at least yeah. to have the conversation. Cause uh a lot of these games, I think we mentioned it even with Sparklight last week or when we were talking about something last week. We kind of mentioned how some of these games will just like slap on a roguelike mechanic. And like John was saying, like it might be nice to at least have the option in a robot named fight to have like a a non-permadeath mode and some of these games that that just kind of force the issue in, in one way or the other, either in the Metroidvania, like maybe this game would be better off just being like a series of well-designed linear levels instead of like uh, a scripted Metroidvania or uh, whatever, but... I, we can just talk about Metroidvanias in general. And uh, and one thing, I guess, just to kind of go off that Metroidvania roguelike thing that I wanted to mention real quick and that I've talked about on the podcast before was Eagle Island. Mm-hmm. And I think one thing that that game does really nice is like the, the main you have the, this main overworld that you're traversing that um, essentially there's like doorways or entrances that you'll enter that will then take you to the level that you're in and there's like it looks like there's maybe like twelve or even fifteen different levels or different biomes essentially uh in the game. But like so in the overworld you you throughout the game will get new abilities. It could get a double jump or a wall jump or or a I, I can't remember, but there's there's a few more abilities you get like, a, oh, you get like a charge shot where you can, like, charge up your owl. And this is like a 2D side scrolling platformer, Metroidvania style, yeah. um but a light Metroidvania. But again, that overworld, like you're getting these new abilities that will, again, like unlock in, in the levels that you're playing, like there's enemies that will require you to use these abilities to to take them out. But each like the overworld is the same. It's always the same. It's not procedurally generated. But then each of these levels or dungeons that you find, um, so that once you get the double jump, now you can get to this higher level that you couldn't get to before. Right. Now you get up there, and now there's a room that you can go into. You go in there, and then that level is procedurally generated. It'll almost play like a 20XX level. or uh, it, it is like a little bit Metroidvania, but within those levels, it's not... Like, it's exploratory and you're platforming around and there's a little bit of backtracking and maybe you have to find a key or something, but you're not going to get, like, an ability within that level right, to yeah. open up new things, but in the overworld you are, so it's like, it's letting you feel like you're going on this adventure and opening up new areas, but then each area is, like, its own separate mini roguelike, yeah, I guess, which is really cool. cool. And uh, and something that had, they've added into the game since uh, since I talked about it previously on the podcast, they've, like... to me it feels like the controls feel like just a little smoother a little Mm. tighter um they were like just a little slippery before um not in a bad way it just took a little getting used to but and and this took a little getting used to now as well because i was used to the previous way right but uh it's just a little tighter and then now you can like each of like the different like buffs that you get on a run you can either apply them immediately or you can put them in your backpack and save them for future runs that you can like Open up a loadout right at the beginning and be like, OK, I want to start with like extra health and it's just admitting a wall feet. jump. <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> and they've actually added a bunch of like quality of life improvements, like 360 degree aiming instead of yeah. like the octo directional aiming like we talked about on the podcast. So just a bunch of features, but not to go too much into Eagle Island. But but again, uh, what, what, what like- was what sparked like. I, obviously it was a robot named fight, but like, I know we talked about like Gato Roboto or Yoku's yeah. Island, but like, uh, what are you, what are your thoughts on uh Metroidvanias, John? Cause I know you and I well, are I've not got, always on the same page. <laughs>
3: so many, but, uh, yeah, like I think what really sparked it was like, I was kind of comparing a robot named fight, which had a lot more mechanics that I like in say like a combat or like a level design aspect but like really uh or i guess in the in terms of a level design i liked gato robato better because it was like a very specifically crafted like level design where it's like each one is a puzzle that you're solving as opposed to like a series of rooms that are randomly generated right Yeah, that's like a
0: perfect example of just like There's, like, five, basically, levels in the game that you just have to, like, maybe get a new ability to unlock that area Mm -hmm. to get there, but then it's just its own level.
3: Yeah, like, even though you're not linearly moving through, like each like screen like puzzle 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 like you are kind of exploring but the exploration is not the same that would be in a typical metroidvania yeah
0: it's not the focal point right of the game
3: so even though it is like kind of like decentralized in layout it is still pretty much like just a very linear experience of clearing puzzle after puzzle
0: yeah and and not to keep interjecting but that that's probably what i lean more towards like that's probably why i like ori a little bit more than something like hollow knight where it is a lot of just like backtracking and and getting lost in the environment and, right. and getting sucked in which which is cool but i guess it just doesn't speak to me like like again i like to play games in like short little 30 minute bursts or, or an hour burst so like something like hollow night i feel like you're you're going to get a lot more out of it if you're going to sink in like three, four hours at a time and like really get sucked yeah. into this world. Yeah. Where like Ori, I can kind of just be like, OK, I beat that little set of platforming challenges and I can just make a little save state wherever I'm at, which is sweet. Assuming I have enough energy. Game. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it works the same and or no, not the same in Hollow Knight. You can just I was thinking of the healing. It's similar to that. But yeah, only for healing.
3: Yeah. But I think that that's actually what especially like in games like Hollow Knight or like Uh, even in yoku's island uh, express like the exploration is what i come for in a game like i really want to inhabit a world and feel the interconnectivity between levels and know exactly the layout of the world and like really go from an area to the next like i've gone and i've played super metroid dozens of times say that's why you and i like super
1: metroid john
3: yeah or even the original metroid Like, I've gone back and played the NES Metroid a ton of times, and I just love the feeling of knowing, okay, I know I'm in Kraid, I'm in Norfair, like, I know exactly where I am in relation to everything else, and, like, feeling that world and really getting a handle on that and exploring every nook and cranny. Like, there are stuff that, like, I remember in those games, but, like, I'll still, like, like accidentally rediscover it and be like, ah, oh, God. Yeah. I yep. forgot that that was even hidden there. For whatever reason,
1: yeah. I have a tolerance for BS when it comes to finding the secrets. Like I'm willing to shoot like all oh, the ceiling yeah. tiles. Oh, and I will bomb. I am no, yeah. I am most
0: certainly not like, I, I definitely like, I want the facade of like, give me, give me the interconnected world. So I feel like I'm really going on that adventure. And that, that's kind of why I like to call them like action adventure platformers. Um, Cause they're, they're obviously action focused in yeah. most cases. And like, um but you feel like you're going on that sense of adventure like i even even something like obviously this is uh, although i have heard some people make the argument that, that it is a metroidvania but some <laughs> the super mario world like <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> they're, they're on uh, there's it, somebody though. i can see what they're saying yeah there, i mean there are like general, the branching the paths and you exits. can only get certain ways with yeah. like the cape and and yep. stuff like that so like it, it's a very loose obviously but like i prefer that kind of like the, the overworld is enough of, like, a connected environment where, like, I feel like I'm going on this adventure, but yeah. each level is, like, this crafted experience, and again, I think that's why I liked something, even though I never fully finished it, but I think it got pretty close, but but got a Roboto being, like, essentially, like, a mini game of, like, four or five different levels that are just a couple hours, like, a three-hour experience or so, right. like, that is just... Give me the facade that I'm like breaking out of this spaceship that I'm trapped on or whatever, but I just want to play mini, well crafted levels. Yeah, China's something to say. Yes, I know. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> his hands I, up.
3: I've I've also been making it my goal to write the podcast position on Hollow Knight, which I Ooh, think has been good. unfairly maligned. No, not, by not me. maligned, uh, but uh, no. I I was just saying like I. In the exploration of Hollow Knight, I think, like, that was such a key experience for me where, like, I would boot up that game and, like, I've still, I've played dozens of hours of that game. I've still not beaten a mainline boss in that game. What? And I've done so much side stuff. I've done so, like, every time I load that game up, I really just want to be in that world and I'm just going to be exploring and I'm just going to be like, what's over here? And even, like, last time I booted it up, like... It had been months since I played it last, and I just went to an area that, like, I thought I honestly had unlocked everything on the map. It didn't look like there was anything that I was missing, but I just went to an area and, like, noticed, oh, I've not gone up this area, and I found a whole new boss that I had never seen before, and, like, just beat that boss. And I was like, I wasn't, I never set out to do this. This wasn't on my checklist of things to do. I just was walking around in a game that I love, and I was like, This is incredible. I I can't believe this.
0: I'll definitely take my hat off to Hollow Knight. Like, especially I watched some video on YouTube. I forget who who was by, but (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, I I really appreciated like they were talking about how many different like there's all these different like abilities that you either can get or not get or or bosses that you can fight or not fight. And like how open ended that game is, even not being a roguelike at all. I mean, it is a totally designed experience, but like. It it did, you know, I got, I got sucked into the world. I liked the, I think we talked about on the podcast. Like I liked the characters, like, or when there's like a boss coming up, you can kind of hear them like grunting yeah. in the distance and no, as you get closer, it gets a little so louder. Good. Yeah. The atmosphere yeah. is great, but I see, I and just don't like the art style of that game yeah, I in it, any again, capacity. I don't so. understand, but whatever. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's fair, but you're entitled to your opinion. Yeah. I mean, although, or, or is, a more cinematic experience i would still say that hollow knight has more charm than ori
0: i just uh, i just don't agree at all
3: um i I also like when you were talking about like oh hearing like the grunts of a a boss in the background leading up to the boss that i found uh you know those little grubs that you find that are underneath that like little glass like on those dishes yeah, yeah yeah um leading up to that area there was just increasingly more like enemies that were kept in those and you could hear the chittering of like the boss in the background and i was just like
2: "Ooh!" as yeah. soon as
3: the like title card came up and it just said the
1: collector Man. i was like oh this game this
2: game <laughs> is so you're talking perfect. me back
1: into playing more of this game right now it's so seriously good.
0: oh my! yeah God. you guys go ahead <laughs> and play as much hollow knight as you want i'm i'm done with that game uh. personally but Although I've it's heard okay. this like ten no, hours it. to
1: to play Hollow Knight all the way through, so that's a it's, little intimidating.
0: I mean, it's it, it's just not for me, is all. I mean, it's it's obviously a well crafted experience that that just didn't click with me. But I'm in the minority there, and I got no problem with that. <laughs> so uh I guess why don't we uh well Randall we could again we've been kind of shutting you out over there but uh do you do you have any Metroidvania thoughts to add otherwise I was just going to kind of do a little round table of like if anybody has a a favorite Metroidvania off the top of their head
1: That's what I was I, I was probably going to get into that a little bit anyway but just okay m- more defensive super metroid it's just like that's such a game uh, you can beat that in like easily under 10 hours um it's just like so concise um, I love the soundtrack of that game. I love the mood of that game for actually coming out in like, what, 93, four, I think so. Yeah. Like the, the
0: mood is amazing. I, I will insane. not take that away, but I, yeah. I don't think it's a concise experience at all. Like, but, but again, maybe that's just cause I've gotten lost.
1: Yeah. And I will time. say too, in defense of that, like, I don't have the best memory and my like spatial intelligence for directions and stuff is horrible. Like in a world before smartphones, I was screwed <laughs> on the roadways. I actually paid for a, like a mapping service just to like get around when I was first driving and no joke. Mm. Um, <laughs> so like that, that's like Metroidvanias aren't necessarily my first genre to, to pick up and play just based on that. Um, but yeah, when it's got a good like map screen or it does anything to help me, even like with Breath of the Wild, with that like hero mode stuff where like it oh, lets yeah. you see where you have went, like that stuff helps me a ton. Anything to, yeah. to kind of keep track of where I've been what I've done and what I haven't done is great. But all that being said, I still love, like I said before, the exploration of just like the minutiae of exploration, to be honest, just those little upgrades. I love making my character more strong um, in ways that maybe the game either didn't intend or like is rewarding me for going the extra mile to to, you know, dig in a little bit more. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm, gl- nice I'm glad Metroid. you brought up the maps, too, because I do think that is. I know we talked a little bit about it with Ori and stuff, too, but like I do think that's something that a lot of these a lot of these Metroidvania games suffer from is like really hard, especially like the Castlevania games like are, <laughs> I, to me. I find it really hard. Like you have this like just flashing like white light to show where you're at and like just a little tiny crack to show like there's a door yep, at that wall. Right. Like it's really hard to decipher some of these maps. Um Thankfully, like games like a Robot Name Fight, even though they use a very similar system, like they're just like a, they just blow it up a little, magnify it a little, where it's just like a little bit easier to read. But uh, but yeah, the map systems can be a big uh, deterrent with oh, these yeah. games, or at least it, a not a deterrent, but uh, but make me hit a wall where like I just don't know where to go. Yeah,
2: yeah. Ori uh, Ori to me did it the best, in yes. my opinion. Like. I I always felt I knew like when I was done with an area and that's I guess it's very important to me because Metroidvanias aren't my typical genre. I think, you know, I go into most games with like a like a task completing mentality of just like I want to be this <laughs> right. and like the, the exploration and like trial and error. It's like, oh, I'm not. At the point where I'm supposed to be doing this, like that can frustrate me a little easier. So I think you know having those map systems in Ori that are super informative, even in Chasm, like you know if there's an item still in a room, there will be like a dot in yeah. it, and it's, like flashing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, that was that's my take on the map system.
3: On on that thing like we were also bringing up with like Yokus Island Express, like that I think is actually the perfect map because it's literally the screen just smaller. Just zoomed
0: out. Yeah, like that's
3: it's true. it's not like like you know, abstracting like in uh Ori where it's like just showing the outline of the room or like Hollow Knight which is an even more like less abstract like outline of the room like it is literally the screen <laughs> like it's with like, all the like platforms and everything in the same colors the entire world too, not out. just yeah. the
0: zone you're in like the whole game you know which is like again it's probably another like 10 ish hour game it's not a short game by any means Mm-mm. so um really fun game i, I feel yes. like it's worth uh randall and i did a couple like practice episodes before uh oh, yeah before we started doing the podcast proper <laughs> here and that was one of the games that we kind of picked off our list of like hey we've been meaning to play this game and i think we both not to speak for you randall but really had a good time with oh that yeah one. Uh, you give me you give it, me pinball plus like a really happy atmosphere and some
1: like yeah. metroidvania too like that's yeah of course i'm gonna like that it's
0: it's yeah it's just so upbeat and cheerful yeah, it's, it's awesome. hard not to love that game yeah.
1: it's wild how well that
3: combination works too. i know yeah. like when i was first like sold as like a metroidvania
1: pinball game i was like that doesn't seem like yeah. that would work at all <laughs> but it just ah uh, hey metroid prime, really prime pinball is really good too although that's not a metroidvania at all
0: it's yeah me. but it is also <laughs> great it is also great um very action-packed very Hell action-packed yeah. I love that game. Me I too. I probably have played that more than any game I have on DS, to be honest. It's if so I actually clock the hours, like I just played the shit out of that game. Oh yeah. <laughs> Talk about pick up and play. Um well well, well why don't we <laughs> why don't we do a quick round table and just do I I and to be honest, I don't have anything off the top of my head. But I'm just gonna throw it to John first, and we'll go around uh, counterclockwise here. But what do you do? You have a favorite, or at least the the first Metroidvania that comes to mind that you're just like, I want to champion this game, and maybe maybe we'll try to go something not Super Metroid or not something that like everybody's obviously played.
3: Well, okay, like if we're doing that, then like because like my favorite Metroidvanias of all time would be uh, Metroid Fusion and uh, Castlevania Circle of the Moon. Nice, okay. those two I think are honestly perfect games. They're real good. Um both and, Game
0: Boy Advance, right? If yeah. I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yep.
3: And like they were kind like they were my eh, I think they were my first
0: Metroidvania's that I played like to completion. Do you think that's any part of your feelings towards them or do you think, I think that so, just like, nothing's lived up to that experience since? Because there was definitely something to be said about it. it feels like there were a lot of these Metroidvania games on these handheld systems. Yes. Cause it was like Look at this huge experience that you can take with you on the go when it really is not r- that huge of an experience. You know, they're just kind of fleshing out a traditional platformer. That was pretty novel
1: like, at that time, though. That was uh, for Circle sure. The Moon yeah. was a GBA launch game. And that was like, yeah. oh my God, there, finally another one like Symphony of the Night, right? Like that was a big deal. My favorite games of all time that are Metroidvanias
3: are uh, Metroid Fusion and Castlevania Circle of the Night. Circle of the Moon. Those aren't... Circle of the Moon, right? Circle of the Moon,
0: yeah. (laughs) No, because... (laughs) It's confusing. There's a lot of Castlevania games. Especially with the Bloodstained games, because it's... What are the... Ritual Ritual of the Night. night? Ritual of the Night. And Symphony of the (laughs) Night Castlevania. So, yeah. (laughs) There's a confusing (laughs) uh, nomenclature here. What is the other one? The Curse of the Moon? Yes. Curse of the Moon Bloodstained. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. This is confusing. And there's, like, at least... A dozen or more of these games. Yeah, they don't yeah, have the so.
3: DS uh, nomenclature right. Like Advance Wars Dual Strike or Dawn, Dawn of, Dawn of Wolves, Sorrow. Or sorrow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Dortred of Suin, <laughs> 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 but, So yeah, like those aren't like hidden gems in the Metroidvania world, but like they are really are the ones that cemented this whole like idea of exploration and like the continuous world and kind of building a story like in between all of that. And honestly, the game that to me has even come close to like the Metroid series and the Castlevania series, uh, in terms of just like overall experience or just me getting really involved and loving in the world is hollow Knight. Yep. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like as soon as I started playing that game, I was like, ah, I don't know if this is like going to be it, but like the right when I'm like, get into that first area like that first real area of the game like i'm just like uh yeah i'm going to be here a while like yeah. i'm going to be coming back here and really just sinking my teeth into
2: this i don't i don't mean to jump in because Let's this is go. also going to be my game <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um but yeah, I don't Get think I. What you can, I don't think I had a session playing this game that was less than five hours at a time. Jesus, Same. This-
3: honestly, yeah, it, like, and I never planned on that. Like, yeah. it would just be like, I feel like playing Hollow Knight, and then I would just be like, oh, I need to turn the lights on in my house. <laughs>
0: right, <laughs> man, I couldn't have had a, just a more different experience with that game. I'd play for like thirty minutes and just be like, okay, time for something else.
1: Not to be a weenie, but I think the bleakness kind of turned me off a little bit too, and that's not a great excuse. But that's kind of where I was that's, coming from. There's a beauty in that bleakness.
2: Though. I don't, yep. F- yep. which is I, that, mean, I feel
3: like exactly
2: what uh, DJ what said like. about Dark Souls. Yep, that's why. I, yep, I and that's understandable. Vibe. I love the world. You know, I don't have nearly as much Metroidvania experiences, John. In fact, the only Castlevania games I played were like <laughs> the, the first
0: four, the ones that aren't really hard. Yeah, they aren't part of the Metroidvania.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. A different genre so you know i can't i can't really speak to how hollow Knight compares to you know in terms of the big titans in the genre just what
0: i've played and out of what i played i'd say it's my favorite So okay what about uh what about you randall anything that uh jumps off the tip of your tongue
1: yeah well, the first one but it's just like beating a a dead horse that I love so much is, <laughs> <laughs> is Chasm. Um, and I th- we, yes. we kind of had a little offline conversation about like, I was trying to figure out what I was going to pick and, you know, we, we got into it a little bit and you know, we talked about how there wasn't necessarily one element of Chasm that you can point at and say, Oh yeah, that's like the reason why I like love this game so much. But I think it's, it's one of those classic examples of like greater than the sum of its parts type of thing. Um, I think that's why I think every part of that game, kind of just melds together for me and kind of just kept me coming back to it and yeah it's it's less bleak too and and I I appreciate that um the other game that I just wanted to highlight and I guess it's more of a classic example and definitely not a hidden gem by any means is Symphony of the Night um Mm -hmm. and, and this is coming from a guy that's not a very big PlayStation guy but that game in particular I just love I love the soundtrack I love the mood I love the like chunky pixel art look of it um the vibrancy of it um the the bad voice acting even it's all just really good <laughs> it's part of the package it for is sure. um yeah and if you haven't played symphony of the night i think it's a game that still holds up today and you could actually get it on uh, uh xbox live arcade at least the 360 version i think is still oh, nice. available on xbox one i'm
0: pretty so. sure it is yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure it is as well yeah and I got to say I I probably yeah as I've obviously made clear Metroidvanias aren't uh aren't my cup of tea all the time and I I think I got to go with you mostly Randall I think Chasm is yeah. the the game even though I never fully finished it I just got sucked into that more than than any other uh though at, like games that we mentioned like Godo Roboto or anything that's going to have like a little more of that scripted design where it's almost like a fake Metroidvania that's yeah. that's typically going to be what I gravitate towards Um, but yeah, just Chasm, I, I really got sucked into that environment and that world and I just love the pixel art, love the music, love the, just each different region. I know not everyone's on the same page with me on this, but like with Hollow Knight and even Ori and some of the, a lot of these other games, like I feel like the, the regions or the zones on the map are, are not distinct enough to me. And and Chasm, it's just, they're very like, you're in the crypt or you're in like the kind of foresty area or you're in the. The lava chamber like it's just very you know where you're at, even though it is procedurally generated. I think
1: that's why I like Super Metroid so much, too, is that's very much the same way Uh, you're in like one of, I think, five different sections and they're very much explicit. Like you are in that section. It's the lava area or whatever. You know, it's just like. You can tell where you're at and that helps me a lot again from <laughs> kind of losing yeah. track of where I'm at. So from a
0: spatial standpoint, yes. I guess with a lot of the older ones, like especially Super Metroid, I I just find myself getting stuck a lot more often and, and always hitting a wall where like chasm again, I didn't finish it. So maybe I'll hit a wall eventually. But like as I progressed, like I hit a few snags here sure. and there, but like I, I just felt like I'm able to keep progressing where like a lot of the older ones, like even Symphony of the Night, like I I just hit a wall or like I, I did beat uh. I think it was Dawn of Sorrow, maybe Portrait of Ruin, I don't, one of the DS ones, and yeah. I definitely got the bad ending or one of the bad endings, <laughs> yeah. but, like, I and don't know what I did to get quick. that, you know? I, I just felt like I was just playing the game, and all of a sudden, it just, like, ended like the, the villain of the game escaped, and I just, that was the end of the game. Damn. I was like, what the hell? It's just over? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I just feel like some of those older games... Uh, I don't know, I just, I disconnect, I, there's no connection with me uh, for them in particular, but yeah, Chasm really did it for me personally, so. Heck yeah. Yeah, well, clearly we're not all on the same page with the <laughs> <Hernandez>, <laughs> but. Uh, it's, a, it's a varied genre
3: that appeals to a lot of different th- things for different people. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Very diplomatic. Which
0: is, which is interesting, because I, I think it's it's almost hard to even call this a genre, because they really are just platformers with. Either puzzle elements elements, or maybe they're more like with Hollow Knight, maybe it's more like Dark Souls style combat elements thrown in there, at least a lighter
3: version of that. Aren't all games the same genre? Yeah, whoa! Just just win. (laughs) Got
0: to do a whole other podcast on
4: this.
3: Yeah, (laughs) philosophy.
0: (laughs) Pursuing philosophy. There you go. All right, we'll uh, we'll get into that maybe at another time. But for now, I think we can uh, we can call this week and uh, wrap it up there. So uh, thanks for tuning in. And if you're looking for us on the internet, you can find us at pursuingpixels.com. And we're on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, You can email us at pursuingpixels at gmail.com and uh yeah until next week we'll uh, catch you all then take yep. care bye bye like exa- like what sucks as far as uh, other than the fact that it's obviously just less powerful which is fair, well i mean that's a that's which a, is fair. that's a fair thing though eh, is. yeah for is sure. it fair
1: though because it's also cheaper and it's
2: meant for different functionality. But 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 not necessarily. No. I think
0: you can get a PS4 for three hundred bucks now. now. But yeah. but and they were they were four hundred when they came out. When you get a I Switch, yeah.
2: you need to buy more than just the Switch because, uh, according to you, the, the the Pro controller is the only solid controller that won't crap out. So you got to buy that. Uh, you need a bigger I even memory card that at this point. So you need honestly. that uh you need a case for it because how are you going to take it around you can't just take it around those will aren't, nilly those aren't essential Buddy, it is going in that
3: bag with nothing <sighs> come on but those
0: man. aren't essential i can't I'm take s- my
2: ps4
3: with me at all so yeah you get the added functionality of a like the
2: different functions that a nintendo platform will provide sure for what it's worth i do but then it's not an argument of cost then it's just an argument of what are you getting for because then i think the cost pretty much even out at that point i I do think
0: so too and for what it's worth i do have photo evidence of a man at a truck stop playing a PlayStation four at a Burger King (laughs) (laughs) gas station. (laughs) It was like the best. I was like, is this guy playing? I think he was playing NBA as well. I don't know if it was NBA. It might've still been when NBA live was still a thing. Oh, not my man, Um, but a few years (laughs) ago, but it was, it was a PS four. Maybe it was a PS three. It was a while ago, Yeah. yeah. but I I just remember dying. I was like, this guy just has a full blown (laughs) setup. It was like three in the morning, like driving home in the middle of the night.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. The guy just drove okay. for 12 hours. He just wants to sit down and game. Now he Out. wants to drive the lane. <laughs> He's playing like Euro Truck Simulator. <laughs> <laughs>